0: everybody welcome back to getting chaps with me uncle chaps Um, today's episode is brought to you by the farmers of America for onions Um, onions I've been on this all onion diet for 45 days and I smell like I smell like hell to be honest with you and um, nobody really wants to be around me but I look great I've lost a bunch of weight I've dropped about 45 lbs in the last couple weeks Um, so I'm gonna stay on it for two more weeks so go out and get yourself some onions. The great thing about the onion diet is that you don't even have to pick a certain kind of onion and stick with it. That's a lot of diets out there. A lot of fat diets make you pick a certain kind of shake that you have to do. I'm sure that if you have Facebook, you've been um, social media exa- assaulted. I think that's the thing where you can be so assaulted by the social media presence of everyone. Everyone thinks that they have to sell you the bullshit um, shakes like Shakeology or Beachbody or whatever it is. And there's thousands of people on your Facebook feeds that are constantly trying to sell you stuff. Well, you don't have to do that. Just go down to the grocery store, grab yourself a yellow, a white, a purple, hell, some chives if you need to. Even leeks are okay if you want to throw in and be a little bit more fancy. You can get some leeks. So go out and support the Onion Farmers of America and pick up some onions. Speaking of onions, I wanted to get into one of the polls that I posted on Twitter today uh, because... To be honest with you, the results of the poll are probably the most problematic thing that I've seen since I've been on Twitter. Um, I've been on Twitter, I think, for about four years now, and this is one of the most problematic results of any question that I've ever had. So, this morning, I guess I should get into how I really got an affinity for talking about diarrhea. So, after. I got shot in 2007, I got these pills that they give you to kind of avoid getting lead poisoning because I guess lead poisoning is bad. So they don't want you to get lead poisoning or any type of infection after you get shot. Um, So they give you these pills and what these pills do is completely flush out your system. So I was in Fallujah, it was like 115, 120 degrees, something outrageous. and I had a big old cast on my arm and they're giving me these pills. I have to take these pills for like 10 days, I think. And the entire time I'm taking these pills, I have the most vicious and ferocious diarrhea probably in the history of the world. And you say, well, chaps, there's a lot of people that die of diarrhea. And if there's anybody knows that people die of diarrhea, it's your boy. Like I know that, and it's a fact, a lot of people think I'm joking, but the, the leading cause of death in the entire world is diarrhea. So, but people want don't want to talk about it It's kind of like nipples like people don't want to talk about nipple shaming i'm going to talk about it people don't want to talk about the the health hazards of having diarrhea since easter of 2007 like i do we're going to talk about it so i'm in fallujah i'm like doing my recuperating thing where i have a big cast on my arm and the only shitters anywhere around the only porta potties anywhere around are right outside um, of our little compound, and they don't have any shade over it. So imagine being in the desert where it's 120 degrees, you have to wear a huge cast on your arm, and you have the most vicious diarrhea known to man. And so when you're getting into the porta potty, it's probably easy. Conservative estimate, I would say 130, 140 degrees inside the porta potty. So every. I'm sure a lot of you know that I like to soybean my food. If you put water into the porter potty like a little bucket of water, and put a vacuum sealed bag with chicken in it, you could come back probably two hours later and your chicken would be good enough to eat. That's how hot it was inside. So I'm in there probably 30, 40 times a day, just getting ring sting like you would never believe. So since then, I've had a pretty irritable bowel and I think it's gonna stay with me the the rest of my life, but I'm comfortable talking about it. And a lot of people aren't, but that's one of the drawbacks of having like PTSD and traumatic brain injury, is that irritable bowel syndrome is a pretty common side effect. So, anyways, so my wife and I go out, bring us to where we're at today. So my wife and I go out to this fancy little coffee spot that's across the street from our work called local coffee in San Antonio. And I have this fancy coffee. It's the first time I've ever had any coffee that's like hand poured or something. And it's from Ethiopia. They're like, "Oh, it's harvested humanely," and I'm like, "Oh hell yeah, I love to be humane." So they pour this coffee, and I'm drinking it, and I'm like, "Man, I, this is probably like my fourth, fifth cup this this morning already." So my wife and I have a nice little breakfast date, and I take her to school, and I or she works at the dental school, and. Uh, I drop her off at, at work, and I take her car to get her oil changed. Lost my train of thought. So I take her car to get her oil changed, and then I'm on my way back. And while I'm sitting in the, the oil change place, I start to get bubble guts, you know, because I've had so much coffee, have my issues already, and I'm just like, dude, if you don't hurry up, there is going to be a mess in this Chrysler town and country right now. So... I'm like freaking out, you know, like whenever you have to really go and you start to get all hot and emotional and like everything bothers you, like your nerves become so sensitive, like everything around you just gets on your nerves really bad. You feel like you can flip out on somebody at at any moment because every ounce of your control needs to be focused in and around your butthole to keep you from pooping the leather seats of your minivan. So I'm sitting there like, dude, hurry up just swipe the credit card and let me be on my way so finally after like 10 minutes of agonizing pain i'm on my way back and i'm like focused in like i'm i'm back on a mission you know like i i'm driving down the road and i am ready to fucking rumble and find a bathroom that is suitable and i don't mean like i've seen people say like oh i can go to dude trust me if you, I've gone to the bathroom in places that you couldn't even imagine, where at MCT and, and boot camp, the porta-potties are so filled that to get your poop in there, you got to swirl your butt like the ice cream machine at Dairy, at Dairy Queen. So you're like swirling your butt around to make like a little curly curlicue on the top so you don't get it directly on your butt cheeks. I have no problem going in disgusting places, but if I don't have to, I won't. So I'm... Looking for a place that might might be remotely clean. So there it is I see this beautiful blue sign with an H and a cross on it So I know that there's a hospital nearby So I swing into the emergency room park right up front go in there do my business And it's perfect hospital bathroom going is the best because the sanitation standards are so high so after this happened I tell the story on Twitter and I have the poll that says emergency poop spots and there's four four options. One was hospital, two was hotel, three was a fast food place, and four was I never poop out of my house. So I think personally that if you're gonna go to a place and have an emergency spot, what better place to do it than the emergency room? Because you know that really there's 99.9% of the time that you're gonna go to a hospital the bathroom is going to be sparkling clean, probably so clean that it's like wet with bleach still. Somehow, like a 24-hour state of bleach wetness in every single bathroom in every hospital I've ever been in. But that was the lowest. That was the lowest one. Like it was eight percent of the people so far. We, the poll's been up for about an hour and a half, and 570 votes are in. Eight percent of you said that you would go to the hospital. Thirty percent said that you would go to a fast food place. Fast food places can be disgusting. You're that's that to me that's like playing Russian roulette with your butthole. Like you don't know what you're gonna get at a fast food place. Usually somebody has fast food and they're gonna have diarrhea also. So you don't know if you're going into if you're at McDonald's for example. Usually McDonald's have one maybe two stalls. So what if you can only hope hold your diarrhea for like. 30, 40 more seconds at most, like you're playing with your belt buckle, you know, like whenever you really have to go and you can't get your, you're not sure if you're going to be able to get your pants down. Like you're standing in the stall, like your fingers can barely move and they're moving so fast that you don't even know what to do with your own fingers. Like how can I control my fingers to actually undo this button and my belt without shitting my pants right here and right now? So you're going to take the risk of having that 30 to 45 second long window and risk it that somebody might be in one of those two stalls at, the, at McDonald's because they had a filet of fish sandwich that's shooting right through them. No, no, not me. Fast food is out. So if I have to go anywhere, I'm going to go with the top two options with hospital or hotel. Hotels are usually really nice too because people hardly ever use them. So your chances of running into somebody and there's someone else in the stall at a hotel or a hospital are extremely low. The hospital's damn near impossible because there's gonna be multiple bathrooms on every single floor. So the odds are that you will always have a place to poop if you're at a hospital. Now, the downside is the parking. You're taking a real big risk if you're going into the hospital to park because sometimes you can have to park a long ways away. And that's really dangerous the upside of the hotel however is the little pull through because you can just act like you're on a road trip boom put it in park right there run in the person at the the now the person at the front desk is gonna know that you're pooping in there so some of you that might bother you but that doesn't bother me so the front desk person knows that you're going to be pooping so if you're willing to take that risk and that shame there's a lot of poop shame out there people will shame you when you poop like acting like they don't do it too and that's fucking bullshit in american culture that we have to act like we don't poop like when you first start dating someone like you start dating someone and you act like you don't poop for weeks at a time like guys do it too like you will act like you will go to your girlfriend's house and you will act like you don't poop and you do like you will stay over at your girlfriend you'll do your dirty little business you'll have your sex and what have you and then you'll leave and you'll hold your poop in. They know after that you've done it and you've had the sex, they know that you have a butthole and that things come out of that butthole. But you're not gonna show them, you're not gonna poop at their house because God forbid your poop actually stinks. Everybody's poop stinks. So please, don't be so sensitive about it. Just let it fly. And ladies know that when you're dating somebody, ask, your new boyfriend or the person that you've gone on a couple of dates with, if you want to be really polite and you want to get really in on their good graces, ask your boyfriend if he would like to use your bathroom to poop. Because if he gets quiet, like you've been doing a lot of really good conversation, and then all of a sudden he gets really quiet, kind of tense, you can notice that he's holding the remote or his phone a little bit tighter, he's getting white knuckles, because that motherfucker has to poop. And he doesn't want to tell you and he doesn't want to leave. So then if you... then if you're trying to do some business later he's got that poop on deck and he's not going to be as good so that's something that we really really need to get rid of in american culture but anyways poop at the hospital or poop at a hotel don't poop at a fast food place grocery store is also a good option um but the cashiers there's some they are so judgy like ugh. Especially at the HEB here in San Antonio, there's this one cashier that I see every Sunday. She knows where I'm going, and she looks at me with disgust every week, and I'm getting fucking sick of it. But that's it for Poop Talk. Second segment. So, somebody brought up to my attention that about two years ago, I believe it was, I made a comment that I stand by. I still stand by this comment. I do. Um, So, the comment was Would Tavon Austin, all right, Tavon Austin, who played for the St. Louis Rams, now the LA Rams. Tavon Austin, fast dude. Like, that's the only reason why you can really say that he was a first round draft pick, right? Because Tavon Austin, I think he had like a 4 2 something speed at the combine. I'll have to go back and check the Chaps draft guide to get the actual numbers of what he posts up. But he's got blazing fast speed. So I was talking about that day that I don't like to call out God very often. Um, because a lot of people get offended if you say that God made some type of mistake, but there's a pretty clear indication that God made a mistake in one area, and I was—I'll I'll get into it a little bit, I guess. So, at the risk of sounding sexist, the fastest athletes on the world in the world are males. Like the the fastest man of all time, Usain Bolt. Like he's—he's he's a good dude. Uh, Michael Johnson, on and on and on. The fastest sprinters in the world are males. um, And the fastest females in the world, their times don't even come close to the fastest males of all time. That's just fact. So I think where God made a mistake, if we wanted to make a super sex, you give a male a vagina. Like, Can you imagine how fast... Tavon Austin would be if he had a vagina like I think it would blow because the penis is encumbering and it's a weak spot like there's the phrase it's like oh you need to man up and get some balls that's that phrase is absolutely absurd first of all because balls are tender um, they're often juicy sometimes they're not juicy but a lot of times they're juicy and if you get thumped in the balls it hurts so man up and get some Grow some balls is a phrase that makes absolutely no sense. The phrase should be, get some vagina, because vaginas are tougher. Like, I don't know for sure, but I would think that if you got punched in the vagina and punched in the testicles, the vagina punch would hurt less. While it still hurts, and I'm not doubting that it would hurt, I think that it would hurt less. Like, you don't see videos on America's Funniest Videos all the time where a woman gets hit in the vagina She's on the ground for 10 to 15 minutes. One, that goes to show that balls are actually, for lack of a better word, balls are pussies. So the phrase that we use for something being a pussy should be used for balls. Like if you're calling somebody like weak or um, that they couldn't fight or that you could beat the shit out of them, I think that we should actually start saying that dude is balls instead of that dude is a pussy because a pussy would – like relative strength. I mean, having a baby and that's pretty strong. Like I can't imagine going through a worse pain than having a baby. Like if my penis ripped open from the inside out and a baby shot out, that would hurt. Um, you know, a little scale that you have at the hospital where it's like on a scale of one to 10, one being super sad face with lots of tears coming out and 10 being crying or super happy like, the happiest you've ever been, like, sex face. I think my penis being ripped open to the point where a baby would come out would probably be at least a two or three on the scale. Like, very, very sad. Um, The only thing that would make it worse is if that was happening and, like, ants were eating you. But other than that, I think it would be pretty bad. So back to the original point, I think that God should have made – or evolution should have made the faster sex the um, have a vagina because it would have been all streamlined. Because women have like boobs and then a vagina, so they're like halfway streamlined. And then men don't have boobs. Well, like super athletic dudes don't have like big boobs, but they do have a penis. So either both sex have something floppy. So what I was getting at is that whether it's the male that's all floppy and has like big boobs and a penis or a woman has like man boobs with her vagina, then I think she would be become the faster sex. But either way, one of the sexes should have something not floppy. Because right now, it's like 50-50 flop scale and women probably have more floppy because boobs are more floppy than penises usually. So I would go with super floppy And then streamlined, if that makes any sense. Tavon Austin would be much faster if he had a vagina. Right. All right. So welcome to part three. There's no music. Sorry about that. There's no music this time. But, um, anyways, we'll get into the guest portion. I have Erica from Twitter. Um, Erica Isola. You want to give a plug to your Twitter handle, Erica?
1: Hey. Uh, Yeah. It's
0: uh, at em Isola. So, so yeah, what Erica does, she works at EA Sports right now, and she uh, does a lot of really cool stuff with them, which I'm super jealous about. All of her pictures that she posts on Twitter, and she always somehow ends up with, like, Yeezy shoes and shit, too. I don't know if those two things are, like, connected. Like, she hooks people up with video games, so they give her, like, Kanye shoes or what. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she always ends up with the hookup. And she saw me talking about my – that I got an Xbox One, like – last week my mom got it for me for graduation shout out to my mom who's probably listening and very disappointed at the son that she raised so (laughs) uh, my mom bought me an xbox one so i thought i'd be super slick and get the new madden when it first uh for like super cheap i found it for twelve dollars and i was telling erica earlier that i got it for 12 bucks and that i was starting with Uh, Jake Locker. (laughs) Jake Locker was playing against the Jaguars and I knew that I had really fucked up so I reached out to Erica and Erica was telling me about some of the games that are going on right now but she can't tell a lot because it's super super secret in there, right?
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's top secret but we got Madden 17 coming out uh, pretty soon so keep an eye for that. We got Gronk on the cover but uh, you're a couple years behind with the game that you bought. That's probably why it was so cheap but uh, I'll help you out. I'll send you a copy. No worries on that. But, but I'm sure I'm sure this one you'll like a lot better, and it'll be more accurate. It'll actually have the correct players. So.
0: Yeah, because I could see a couple of years ago. I remember all the like Jaguar fans being super pissed that like the new scoreboards and stuff weren't added in at the right time. It was like, like the stadium <laughs> looks nothing like this. I thought it was supposed to be super realistic, but I was still starting with Chad Henney when I was playing with the Jaguars. So it was it was pretty. It made me realize how talent deficient the Jaguars really were. In yeah 2013
1: yeah that's that's kind of like a time you don't really want to remember no doubt, as a Jags fan so well, I like really, the Jaguars by the way I mean like I I feel like they're my number two team for sure and that's obligatory when Bortles got drafted so
0: yeah Maybe. kind of what everybody expected the old Tebow effect to be um when every like so many people wanted him to go Bortles was kind of that for UCF fans like the Orlando area was kind of untapped wouldn't you say
1: yeah yeah for sure I mean I uh I think I want to go to a Jaguars game this year if I have time for sure I've I've already said I'm gonna go to a Jets game this year because that's it's the uh, team I unfortunately root for so <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll try to get over to a Jaguars game this year for sure I think your your uh, tailgates look pretty amazing so
0: yeah the Bull City Brigade shout out to those guys they do an amazing job with tailgates and stuff like that so when you started working with ea sports did you were you always a gamer or did it like happen whenever you got a job there or what
1: yeah i've always i mean i've always been into sports games so i was uh i was kind of like nerdy and played ncaa and madden at the same time and kind of like jumped back and forth from dynasty mode to franchise mode i don't know if anybody else did that but shout out to anybody who did because you know when you uh export your draft class and import your draft class in madden i don't know if you did that but that was like, that was the cool thing to do back when I was a kid. But unfortunately, NCAA isn't made anymore. But that's what I played growing up. Um, so that kind of went hand in hand. And then I used to be, uh, previously I used to be a sports reporter. So uh, did a lot of like research with players and that sort of stuff. So it just kind of went hand in hand and uh, got this opportunity. And uh, I, I work also on NBA Live as well. Um, but mainly now I'm working on Madden. But uh, so you know, shout out to both of those games, but uh, taking care of just rosters and player info and that sort of stuff for both of those games. Um, it's been fun, though. Um, y- y- you know, like, I grew up playing those games, like I said, so it was really cool. But I'm not a hardcore gamer when it comes to, like, uh, anything like League of Legends or anything like that, but that's definitely a growing culture, for sure.
0: Yeah, so I I recently found out about it. I didn't even know it was a thing, and I, I mentioned that I got an Xbox one. So it was like, somebody said, well, stream it on YouTube. And I was like, the fuck do you even mean stream it on YouTube? And they're like, people will watch you play games. And I'm like, I am the yeah. worst game player of all time.
1: You should, you should stream on Twitch. That's a, that's like a whole gaming stream channel. It's called Twitch.
0: I can, people
1: make money off of that. You can make money off of that. I bet you people would pay to watch you, but I like, I would probably pay to watch you play video games, like just to watch your commentary.
0: Well, I mean, if you want to watch me play like Call of Duty, like when people people talk about. (laughs) Oh my God. That would be amazing. When people talk about that, uh, that you can make money off of Call of Duty and that they say like that millennials can't, they're not focused. Dude, I try to play on the hardest level of Call of Duty. Like, I'm a combat veteran. Like, I've done like actual entries on houses and shit. Right. and I can't stay alive for longer than three or four <laughs> seconds, like, when it's on the higher, higher level. Like, it took me... I played... When my wife was out of town, I played for probably uh, four or five hours, and I didn't even make it to, like, the third level in, like, the super old Call of Duty.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm horrible at those games. Like, it's it's to the point where it's not even enjoyable. Like, you're... They, you respawn, and then you die immediately. Like There's someone just, like, staked out, just, like, sniping you out, but, yeah those uh those games are uh those games are but seriously though there are uh people who stream on twitch and they accept donations and there are people who quit their day jobs and they just do this full-time like professional gamers and they have sponsors and they get money from people to stream and uh yeah good for them for capitalizing on that for sure
0: i think there would be one thing that i do worried about with like my twitter feed and stuff like it. That Eventually, my children are going to be old enough to utilize (laughs) Google, and they know my online, like, persona name, and I think that they're going to be extremely shocked at the differences between dad online and dad offline, so I don't think I need to give them hours and hours of video game (laughs) commentary on how bad dad's language actually is.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think maybe,
0: they probably. you know,
1: they, yeah, you know, uh, they'll, they'll realize it one day, I guess, you know? Uh, so yeah.
0: Um, so do you guys get the, the people that worked there, did you, were you pulling for Gronk like at, for yourself? Were you pulling for Gronk to be on the cover?
1: Um, I didn't like, I don't know. Like I, I, I didn't find out who was on the cover until I actually started working on the game. Because, um, like I said, I worked on NBA before and then uh, started working on Madden for um, a couple months ago. And, you know, so I found out then. Um, and and when I found out the choice, I mean, I obviously thought it made sense or anything like that. So I really wasn't, like, pulling for anybody. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't really know if I believe in the Madden curse. Because if I did, if I did believe in the Madden curse, then, I, like, I guess being a Jets fan, that's good that Kronk is like, on there, right? Yeah. yeah, like, I don't know. Do you believe in the Madden curse? Like, do you think it's a thing?
0: Or... Like, um, you... I kind of believe in it because the first money I spent on Xbox I got madden cursed by getting the old version so like I kind of i kind of do um but no if i did I would think that maybe a jaguar had been on there at some point and, <laughs> like that like if franchise. like portals
1: was on the like if portals was on the cover of Madden, would you be happy about it
0: or would you be like pretty pissed uh I think I would be I think I would be happy because I mean, I'd be
1: I'd be pretty happy to. We don't yeah, get any pretty, national coverage really. Too.
0: Besides, right? I mean, so yeah. Bortles being on the cover would be pretty dope, and Alan Robinson being on there. But
1: was there ever a Jaguars player? I don't think there was. No, yeah, I don't.
0: I would really doubt it. I mean, the I'm only trying pro- to
1: think the players I think
0: that would have been good enough to do it would be Fred Taylor and
1: yeah, maybe like Jones Drew
0: in his prime. I don't yeah, know. Jones Drew, Drew in his prime. Maybe he might have been actually
1: David Gerard.
0: Bowl season right blaine they should should have like a opposite of like madden curse like try to bring somebody out like put blaine gabbert on the the cover and see if you can like restart his career or something blaine
1: gabbert deserves the opportunity for sure
0: or just have like the Madden the super shit roster where you take like the instead of doing like the all 1995 49ers you do like (laughs) <laughs> the worst players <laughs> on the team that made that like
1: blang, like worst starters of all time
0: probably. yeah so like, like the jaguars have like matt jones outright and
1: yeah oh man the jets would probably have like
0: geno smith
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking someone along the line of like neil o'donnell at like quarterback and like
0: that would actually be really know. fun if you like if that chaz was in mode.
1: chaz Shillings at wide receiver like
0: the, the worst of the worst <laughs> like <laughs> The Buccaneers would be so bad. A, a real team to watch.
1: Oh God, yeah, that'd Steve be, uh... Spurger
0: dropping back at quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Well.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that would be that'd be lovely. Yeah, it would. I would actually play that mode.
0: I would too. I think <laughs> that would be more fun to have. Like get to, get a big tournament together and have like the shit mad mad tournament of all time. Like, what yeah. is the worst? What is you the have, best like, worst team? Yeah the best worst team. Yeah. So I think the finals you could probably have like maybe the Jaguars. It would probably be the Jaguars versus the Buccaneers. Maybe the Browns would be pretty fucking bad too. The Browns Yeah.
1: Would be awful. Oh, Oh God. Yeah. Browns would be pretty bad. Uh, Titans. Well, nah, they've, they've had some good years, but I think the Jets would be pathetic. I mean, we're just, we're just an overall pathetic franchise. We have some random good, spurts but even during our good years mark sanchez was our quarterback so i don't really want to talk about that those years are scarring on my life
0: i mean if you're if you're gonna have a bad quarterback at least they need to be handsome
1: yeah like like, i think blaine gabbard is probably a little more handsome than mark sanchez oh
0: no way no i don't know that's outrageous no i
1: don't know like the hair like yeah, I just don't like Sanchez. Like he kind of let himself go toward the end of his Jets tenure, and like just didn't. I don't know. Wasn't really into the stash or yeah, anything but that's, like
0: that. That's when you know you're really handsome when you can let yourself go. Like think about Brad Pitt during like Inglorious Bastards phase. Like, yeah, when he had like the real porny kind of mustache and like his oh, hair yeah. was all crazy. He it's was because still beautiful. He's Brad Pitt because he's still so yeah. handsome. Yeah, like that was Mark Sanchez. So you just compared him
1: to Brad Pitt, like. I mean, I mean
0: that's, that's i was pretty... it as now i wouldn't say that he's in the same hemisphere as brad pitt as far as being handsome like if you want to do this and you want to talk about handsome people jimmy i mean garoppolo like is really handsome if you,
1: oh jimmy garoppolo is he's probably the most shit, handsome yeah. quarterback in the nfl yeah i i think he's more handsome than tom brady personally oh
0: i do too i don't think he's the most handsome i would i would probably give that title to cam cam newton's pretty handsome yeah it, I,
1: he's got he's got a great smile and that's what he it's really about. does
0: yeah and it yeah. seems like he's got a good personality but he could be confidence, he carry to.
1: himself i mean he wears he wears a foxtail you
0: know like yeah.
1: you got to be if you wear a foxtail like that's just kind of all right you, this guy right here right
0: i think his walking out of the super bowl interview actually makes him more handsome i agree he, he has that like persona if you're if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything you know like and you can't just let people shit talk you you gotta walk out
1: yeah fuck that I think yeah, every interview I that you. I
0: do from now on like job hunting and everything I'm just gonna start walking out mid-interview <laughs> just, be, just be like fuck this <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't even worth my damn time and when I walk out you'll
1: get the job I mean I, yeah, I would hire I'd be like, you wow. if you like if I ask you a question that makes you uncomfortable, and then you just like walk out, and you, yeah. be like, you know what?
0: You're like, like this... what are your weaknesses? Fuck this! Like, and you just like walk out. My weaknesses. I don't weaknesses. Deal with fucking what is this? That's my weakness. How yeah. Don't waste my I'd,
1: time. I'd hire you. on, Like I'd run out in the parking lot and like give you a
0: contract. Yeah. Like. And I would immediately require a retainer. <laughs> 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 Any drop All right.
1: Least. All right. Least handsome quarterbacks, though. Like least handsome starting quarterbacks.
0: Uh, I would that's, that's oh man, like, that's tough. Could because usually, I mean, Andrew Peyton, Luck, Peyton's retired. Andrew, Luck. Peyton, Andrew Luck's up there. Peyton, something uh, about cult quarterbacks is pretty bad. Yeah, um, they're
1: even the backups are ugly. Yeah,
0: Peyton was definitely they fi- all premature
1: bald. Philip you know? Rivers
0: is pretty not handsome.
1: No, Colin Kaepernick kind of looks like a turtle.
0: Yeah, but he's gotten shit on enough lately. I don't want to pile on.
1: He's got a great he is a nice body though. I mean like so that helps with the handsomeness. I mean Matt
0: Ryan's pretty unattractive, I think.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like just
0: regular looking. Cuz he, Aaron
1: Rodgers looks like he's on some type of drug all the time. Like I mean he he has handsome potential, but he just kind of looks like he's like not I I phrase that yeah. i don't want to say drug he just looks tired he just looks tired
0: he's a very sleepy guy
1: <laughs> he looks like he might need like a new mattress or something i don't know
0: johnny menzel seriously looks like the 19 year old that that takes a 16 year old to prom <laughs> like, so if johnny menzel is still in the nfl he's he's pretty not handsome
1: yeah yeah there and there's always one of those guys who like is the 19 year old who goes to the local
0: community college who takes you know. It's probably honestly going to be Manziel in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's going to be back in <laughs> Central Texas, like taking people, to, taking people to prom.
1: Coming to a prom near you, yep. Manziel. Yeah, I, I could see it.
0: All I right. could see it. Well, that's probably a good spot to end it on, Manziel taking underage girls to prom. <laughs> so thanks for coming on, Erica. I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks. All right, so that does it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe on iTunes if you get a chance. Thanks for everybody for all the positive feedback so far. Hopefully you guys like it and we can keep doing it. And I love you. Bye. I don't know why I said bye. Good night. Something. We'll talk later.